We would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land in which this podcast is recorded and produced, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations, whose sovereignty was never ceded and this area's original name was Nam. We pay respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. Damn! We're in a tight spot. Welcome to Music Town. May I service you? Great Scott! It will never be enough! I only want to hear the Aya Ding Dong! Ah, oh, as if! Dignity. Always dignity. Hi, you're listening to You Watched What. I'm Amy. And I'm Kate. And Kate took a big sip of Coke <laughs> right in the introduction. I'm very professional. <laughs> this week on the pod, we watched the 1994 cop thriller action adventure, Speed. Not a classic? Uh, <laughs> it's a classic. It's I wanted classic. to say classic so bad, but I actually just then just ripped off what it actually said as the little blurb when I was watching it, which was cop thriller action adventure. And I was like, yeah, cool. We'll go with that. <laughs> that is all accurate. That is all accurate. And it was, oh, I really enjoyed it. I had forgotten how much I loved this movie. Mm, it's really good. Yeah. It's really good. But we'll get into that in a minute. How are you, Amy? And what have you been watching besides Speed? I'm okay. We've had, surprise, surprise, more sickness in the house. My <sighs> eldest daughter caught the flu. The, the, I want to call it the mega flu that is wiping through children of Victoria at the moment. Seems yes. like every other school is having outbreaks um, mm-hmm. I almost ended up having to take her to hospital last Saturday night because she was so unwell oh and God. I had to help her shower. I couldn't get her temperature to come down because when she would take medicine, she'd just bring it up again. Oh. It was awful. But then she had a shower and a cup of tea and w- settled down. And I was actually really mm. glad because then the next day I heard that the children's hospital actually had a code red, which means that they were at capacity and were turning people <sighs> away. Which which is just terrible. For Mm. us, I would have just – we've got private health insurance, luckily, and I would have just taken her to, like, a private hospital nearby to get looked at if we needed to. But, yeah, it's just terrible. And then yesterday on the radio, I heard that um, flu cases in children at the children's hospital – has gone up like 500% in the last two weeks. Like 500% yeah, in two weeks. can't even it's think that that's cr- insane. So I wasn't crazy for thinking that she had the flu. No. And that she was flu. very ill and might have needed medical attention. Yeah. What a fun year this yeah, is turning out to be for everybody out there. It's also just that, that thing of that. The kids, have, especially children, they've been cooped up for over two well, two years before they went back yeah. to school kind of full time again. And, uh, yeah, it's hard on your immune system when you haven't been exposed to anything in a long time. It was a great two years. We had no sickness at all. But, oh, yeah, we're I haven't had a, I haven't had a cold in over a year. And yeah. the next time I get a cold, it's – It'll probably be COVID or flu, it. Kate. Well, probably. That's – 
A real one. It's going to be a bad one. That's the problem It's going to be nasty. The first kind of illness I had was COVID. It wasn't great. But on my COVID recovery, even though I've been a little bit under the weather this week with this kind of flu, which I wouldn't say that I kind of would have categorized it as a flu for myself, Mm. um, I feel pretty good. (gasps) <gasps> fantastic yeah oh, so great. last week I went for a walk and I was still kind of like <gasps> and not coping very well with my chest but this week that seems to have lifted so fantastic. that's great news I'm very excited to report oh good that I'm starting oh, I'm really to feel glad. a little bit better great yeah so what have I been watching so crime buffs would know of this case from a documentary that came out in the early mid two thousands, yes, um, called the staircase about a man who is accused of killing his wife by pushing her down the stairs or beating her and yes. then staging that she's fallen down the stairs. Um, mm-hmm. It's been made into a HBO drama. It has a great cast, Tony Collette. Yes. Um, Colin Firth, Sophie Turner, Arnold Schwarzenegger's son. Yes. Who, Mr. Schwarzenegger, I've forgotten his first name. Patrick. It's Patrick. Patrick Schwarzenegger. Was Patrick the Schwarzenegger who dated Taylor Miley? Swift for a little bit? Oh, I don't know. I know he dated Miley Cyrus after she broke oh. up with um, Hemsworth the first time. Oh. Right, right, right when she, she went fully into grinding Robin Thicke at the VMAs, Miley. Ah, uh, yes, I remember or At that it era, well. she was with um, Patrick. Oh, I nearly said Swayze. <gasps> Do you know yesterday, talking of Pat, good segue here, talking of Patrick segue. Swayze, I was in the car yesterday listening to Smooth FM, as I do. As one um, does. And she's like, the wind came on and I was singing along. And then I was like, who sings this? And it was Patrick Swayze. And I knew that he had released music at some point. Mm-hmm. I didn't realise it was um, She's Like the Wind. Put in a little bit of playing that lovely song there. It's, it's a great I will. song. I'll give um, us a snippet. And he, he had a voice. He was, what a superstar Patrick Swayze was. Incredibly multi-talented. What a legend. Yes. So it is on binge and if you are a crime buff, it is definitely worth looking at. They're, they've really kind of stayed true to um, the documentary, especially with things that like Colin Firth even just says is like verbatim what is said in the do- – what he, he says in the documentary. Um, yeah. He's just as creepy and gives me the ick. Just as that's how I was like, ah, he's doing a good job because I don't usually feel yeah. like this about Colin Firth, and I'm feeling not great about you. Um, yeah, and it's good because they're actually the the documentary makers are characters in this series, so it's yeah, it's that's very gonna be good. Though very good, they haven't. I've seen four episodes. There's a fifth out currently that I haven't had a chance to watch yet. But um, they haven't brought up the owl theory yet directly. <gasps> okay. I say directly because 
There has been a scene where they've alluded that there's birds getting into the house and she's kind of opened up the attic at one point and birds have have flown out at her and she's fallen backwards. Okay. They really they're really good at building up this story of well she was pretty clumsy. Like the the couple of weeks before it happened she jumped in the pool and hit her head and ended up in hospital. Yeah. And neck, I've seen the in a neck first brace and stuff. Yeah, and I've seen the first episode and there is a shot of her stumbling going up the yes. stairs. So they really are building that. Yeah, they're very, very good at building up this that, you know, it could be that she just had a really bad accident. But there mm. is also he has got a temper. He was kind of taking advantage of her financially with his sons. Um, yep. But there are a lot of like owls just hooting in the background randomly as well. Oh, my goodness. So, um, well, that I, is exciting to I look forward to, to that. I've seen <laughs> yeah. the first episode. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. I, I, um, I, I enjoy it. Well, because, like, it's a story that you know as well, I think it's yes. interesting to watch and see how yeah. they interpret it. And I want to see what kind of conclusion – well, I guess they're not going to come to a conclusion – but because we will never know. That's the thing with this one. Other than that, Real Hot Housewives of Beverly Hills is back on, ladies. Great. Yes. <laughs> what have you been watching, Kate? And how have you been going? Good. Yeah, I'm all right. Keeping up to date with Bob's Burgers. Season Is it season 12 is airing at the moment? Yeah, yeah. And the movie's coming out. So I'm mm-hmm. pretty excited about that. I've been enjoying seeing... Uh, the stars on social media, you know, having their premiere. Kristen Schaal had this amazing gold dress. Oh wow! And I, even though I, I do know what the um the voice actors look like mostly, I hadn't seen the guy who plays Teddy before. Uh, so it was good to see him. And uh-huh. I just, I really love Bob's Burgers. I know. It's Very so excited good. for this movie. The new season. So I can't think. I can't think of. There are very few shows. That start off that good. Like season one is solid mm-hmm. and it has maintained a really high quality. Mm-hmm. I can't think of many shows that do it that, that are this no. good for this long. Where I was just asking you before if it's out at the movies next week and I know that my eldest is keen to go mm. and see it at the movies but <gasps> I don't, which would I'd happily do, but I know I can't just take like the eldest two. And I don't know how I'd go getting a seven-year-old into an M movie. Like, is it illegal? Mm. Like, what's the... No. What's the <laughs> I don't think it's illegal because I can remember multiple times when we were about that age and we saw M's. We saw uh, really? Look Who's Talking in the cinema and I think that was 88. So Look we would have been around seven to nine. M. I'm going to check that, but I'm quite sure Look Who's Talking was an M. Really? Sexual themes. I'm checking it. Look who's talking. 1989. 89. Okay, so I was eight. In Australia. Australia. M. Wow. Okay. Maybe yeah. I can take a Bob's Burgers at the movies. What else you been? Would you got anything else to say? <laughs> Very graceful. You want to keep talking or? <laughs> I'm still watching Severance. It's really, really good. I'm working my uh-huh. way through it slowly because it's excellent. And I 
I'm kind of resisting binging stuff at the moment. I want to watch it like deliberately and absorb the episodes and, and remember it. And I yes. find if I binge through stuff, I then a couple months later, I don't remember it in the time and the next season rolls around. You got no I don't remember idea. what happened. Yeah. yeah. So I'm kind of trying to savor it also because it's, it's quite intense and it's, mm-hmm. I'm watching it unfold and trying to predict where the story might be going. Okay. And so I'm really enjoying that. It's very, very good. And um, Love on the Spectrum US yes. dropped the other day, which you let me know about. And I think you've watched through more than I have, but I've watched the first, I think, three, two or three. Yeah, I think, we, I think I've watched the first four. I'm kind of doing the same thing. I'm, I'm holding on to the last two a little bit longer. But then I'll yeah. probably just go back and watch it all from the start again. Fair what enough. What a fantastic show. Mm-hmm. Oh. And the editing on like the cliffhangers, my goodness! I know. So that's good. how I watched them back to back. Was yeah, because you, you know someone like know leaves the table was... at a date, and I'm like, "What's going what is on?" Happening? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. It's it's and pretty he comes lovely. Back, he's written a poem. Oh my goodness! Oh, that, that was that whole very scenario. sweet. Oh. It was very heartwarming. It's, yeah, the best. It's, it's a really the good best, show. Um, the best person in it though is James, who is the perfect just got up mix to James of um of Doc Brown from Back to the Future and um Napoleon Dynamite, just because his mm-hmm. hair really mm-hmm. he is he's committed to his hair. Fabulous. He loves it. He knows what yeah. he likes. He's just into cool things. He likes to collect cool things. Collects all the collections. Like, I can I can relate though. It's just like I want, you know, some cool swords. And yeah, his and parents some canes. also some canes. His parents I can relate are the best. to the canes. His parents are lovely and just clearly just love him and care mm-hmm. so much and are so supportive. And mm-hmm. that whole relationship it's one of the things I really enjoy about this show is watching the family relationships. Families. Yeah. It's it's really I really love seeing the siblings. I, I love the parents. Yeah. The parents are always very supportive because I don't think you would get on the show basically if your family Frankly. wasn't supportive. That's not the yeah. um message they're That's trying to put out. That's not going to work. Yeah. Um but I love the the sibling relationships that you see as well. I gotta get on that bus. You gotta get on. Yeah, yeah, you get on the bus. Drive straight! Okay, the year is 1994. We're having a lot of, uh, I feel like this was a bit of a time of action movies. I think it was. I think there are a lot of great uh, romantic comedies. Yes, it was. Yeah, and a lot of great action. and action would be, yeah, yeah how the, the early 90s, most of the 90s actually was These kind are your of, big budget movies. This yeah. is the, the stuff that's really making heaps of money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love action movies. I think that's what, one of the reasons I love action movies so much is we grew up in a time Mm-hmm. Where they were the big tent poles, they were the big blockbuster movies. That was the exciting was. stuff. Did Jurassic we Park see you know? Speed at the movies? I don't recall. I know that I I've seen it on video, it. and I suspect maybe I saw it on video it at home for the first time. Okay, maybe we went down to Steve's 
who had the local video shop from Steve. He owned all the shops at the, the Dallas shops. Yes. Other than the bank. That was, that was a good video shop, although it was very exciting when the Blockbuster video opened in Glenroy because it was massive for oh, a value yeah. of across, what we thought was massive across from across the music, from shop, the music shop, shop where I worked. Yeah. 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 Because it was very. always a Blockbuster. Remember, it was like. Was it was it a, a Virgin, Virgin Mega store, store for about and like oh, Heidi Klum came there one day. Was it Heidi Klum she, or was it Claudia Schiffer? Which one was with David Copperfield? Because I know it was Claudia the, Schiffer. Okay, it was Claudia Schiffer then because it, she was she with David Copperfield it. at the time. She and opened we, the Virgin Mega store and it was open for about six months. And I remember buying like a couple of singles or. I don't think I ever um, went in there. I know we CD went singles. down there the day that Claudia Schiffer was there and I couldn't be bothered crossing the road to go over. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm not crossing bloody Pascavale Road right now. Get run over. Oh, There's walk no lights. All the way down to a crossing. It was there was no near crossing. It was it's an extremely busy road. No, I do remember that. That was oh this would that would have I think been about nineteen ninety six because okay. I could go back and think the what I know that I bought one of Garbage's CD singles ah, at that store. Okay. May have been yeah. the only thing I bought there. A Virgin Megastore in Glenroy was, we knew at the time, kind of a weird choice. It failed Very weird. extremely quickly like and turned a into a blockbuster video. Literally a kilometre up the road that they could have been close to. Have. Yeah. Brody Shopping Centre has a JB Hi Fi now. I know. That's fancy. Mm, Would have liked that as a team. So anyway. Fancy. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, this week's it's, movie it's from it's is... from the time of video stores. Yeah, it's from the time of video stores. Keanu Reeves is in it. Sandra Bullock. We are talking about Speed, directed by I want Jan to say Bont. his name is Young de Bon. I would de bon? have said de Bon, just because okay. T's are silent in French. He's Dutch. He's Dutch. Okay, so maybe it's Bont then. Yarn. Uh, it's definitely Yarn. I, I think we at can it agree. And the way it's probably my, Yarn. My brain went. Ballet teacher went. Yarn de Bon. Yeah. Yeah. I feel. I look. I don't know, and I could look it up right now, but I'm probably not going to. But he is Dutch. Yarn de Bon remember, or Yarn de Bont. Anyway, but you remember our Total Recall director is. It was a time of Dutch art house directors mm. coming to Hollywood. This is his first movie as a director. He has a lot of cinematography okay. credits and he he'd, um, shot a lot of movies and had been working right. in okay. the Netherlands from, I think, like the late 60s, 70s. But this was his debut directorial feature. Mm. Okay. And he's Dutch. And so he did credits. a couple of other movies. And then, oh, no, he um, he was a cinematographer on Die Hard. Ah, oh, okay. But, but basically he did the Lara Croft Tomb Raider that stars Angelina Jolie, which I did see in the mm-hmm. cinema, which was terrible. And basically that destroyed his directing career. Oh, no. That was the research I did, yeah. I never saw it that. It was pretty so bad. I comment. I think it's it is very hard to go from terrible. like a, a video game to a movie though. I know they love doing mm. that kind of stuff, but I feel like it's never really blown up to be extremely successful. Like it's not 
how often does it actually really work yeah. though? And I suspect it's because the way you construct a narrative in a video game and the way you participate in that narrative, it's like it's really, really different from the way a plot works in a movie. Yeah. And it just doesn't traditionally, like think every couple of years is a big one. The mm. Assassin's Creed is a massive franchise. Had Michael Fassbender movie disappeared without a trace. I have played almost all of the Assassin's Creeds and I've seen a lot of Fassbender movies. Have I seen that? No. Did not care. So I think that's it. It's really hard. But yeah, I have seen Tomb Raider. It's got Noah Taylor in it. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) So Yann Tabot doesn't have much of a directorial career now, but this is a pretty great He would have done Speed to Cruise Control, which I don't think I've ever seen. I think he did, and I think he wrote or co-wrote it. I'm gonna actually shouldn't have happened. I not every movie haven't seen it either. Sequel. And Keanu well, wasn't it's in really it. great, and I'm oh Keanu's not in it. Keanu's not in it. Oh, it's well. Sandra Bullock and I think Jason Patrick. Who's and that? that's I think well exactly I don't know who that is right. It's no Keanu exactly. It's no Keanu. <laughs> I am scrolling down to Yonder Bonds. He's okay, so he's directed he did Speed, Twister, Speed 2 oh, Cruise okay. Control. Okay. Twister is also a bit of a hit, isn't it? The Haunting, yeah. which I can't remember. Mm, don't and know. And then that. Lara Croft Tomb Raider, Colin, oh, wow. The Cradle okay. of Life, which was terrible. And then nothing until something in 2020 called Boom and Topper Safari Hunters. Oh, well, that sounds no idea right that up my alley, though. <laughs> it definitely feels like something that you might be forced to watch with your children. <laughs> well, my but kids said great. to me before, I said, what are you going to guys do? I've got to go and record with Auntie Kay. And then Briar goes to, um, I think I might go and just watch a Jungle Cruise. And I said, don't you dare watch that without me. She was only saying it because we were talking about it yesterday that I haven't, because I kind of just brought, I was driving. I was like, hey, we haven't watched Jungle Cruise in a while. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm really glad that she understands how to mess with you. Yeah. So then she was like, I'm going to threaten and I'm going to watch Jungle Cruise without you. (sighs) I had forgotten how bloody good this movie is, Amy. I haven't watched it in over a decade. It is, oh, I enjoyed every minute of it. I don't reckon I've watched it Yes, more than that. I reckon we watched it when it came out, probably from Steve's video shop. Yep. I don't know if that's what it was called. It was probably called Dallas Video or something. It was um, definitely called Dallas Video. I okay. wonder if this, okay, I'm going to get on Google Maps and Steve, see if Dallas Video is still there. And if it's still owned by some Turkish man called Steve. 100%. I bet it is. So I reckon we store it then. And then I reckon we watched it, I watched it maybe, I don't know, six months later or something. But I don't feel I've mm. seen it since the 90s. Yeah, maybe not. But I, I remember agree. quite a lot of it. Like, not off the top of my head, I wouldn't have been able to tell you that this happened and that happened. Mm. But as it was happening, I really had strong memories. Like, the credits went yeah. and the music started and I was like, oh, I know this yep. music. Like, straight away, I was like, dun, dun, dun. Great 90s score. Yeah, that's my notes. Like the whole title theme with the the text used and coming down the elevator Mm. and it's tilted and that really 90s score. Oh, like 
a yeah. strong sense of that and place and time nice immediately. Score because last night we were watching Hook. The kids wanted to watch Hook, <gasps> and that is that's a, that's another movie that's classic nineties with the score. Like, and I was actually yes. sitting there thinking, I would love for someone just to have for a little side project, just to redo the scores of nineties m- movies to more of a modern kind of score to see if that gives it a different feel. You know, there's not, a guy on not TikTok. Film stuff. I knew there would be someone on TikTok. Of course, there's a guy on TikTok who will do songs or or bits from scores and change the time signature, or you know, like do this score yeah. but in the style of this, just modernize like, it kind of thing. Yeah, or needs. just like make this theme, make the Parks and Rec theme, but make it a drama and things like that. Yeah, it's amazing I'm just musical interested skill. Interested to see how it would change mm. your I did look up feelings and things. It really does. I looked up the uh, composer, Mark Mancina. He did a lot of – he's done a lot of music with Disney and he did a lot did of arrangements. For, oh, I'm going to double check that. <laughs> he, he arranged most of the music in The Lion King. Wow. Ooh, so he's, he's done like a lot guy, of the musical arrangements. The director of The Lion King, Rob Mintoff's. His wife is on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, so he's on it quite a bit. Really? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. This is fantastic. He's, yeah. <laughs> so so much, so many stories. You can tell it's a good movie that we really enjoyed because we're both just like hyperactive. Mm. It was fun. It, it was so much fun. Too. It's about two hours, but it felt really fast. It, it just fast. felt it clicked. Yeah. And then as the credits are going, I forgot how many – like I forgot some of the people who – like I did recall that Dennis Hopper was in it. So I forgot many about people. Jeff Daniels. I forgot I about know. Alan Ruck. I know. Me yeah. too. Lovely little Connor Roy there. <laughs> I may refer to him as Connor Roy through this. I <laughs> will be calling most of the actors by or their Cameron. actor names, their real-life names and I, I their – um, I think I – I, I their character names. Cameron from Ferris Bueller and Connor Roy when I was writing stuff about him. It was the it was the easiest thing for my mind. Whatever came easiest for my flow. <laughs> Two very different but equally iconic roles. Also, uh, Sparkle. I think I just wrote down someone because I never know her name and I never know her name, her character names in things. But I just mm. wrote Sparkle Motions Mum. I've got, I, I do have her name when we get to the bus. I do have her name written down, but exactly the first thing I see, and she's oh, been in I so many movies. She was in it. I was like, oh. she's been in so many movies. She's an amazing character actress. Every time I see her, the first thing I think of is I sometimes I doubt your commitment to sparkle motion. I know, and I only recently Every found time. out that her daughter in that movie in Donnie Darko is a very very famous ballerina for the New York City Ballet. Oh my god. Tyler Peck. And I cuz she posted something of her like doing the sparkle motion dance and then it kind of like was for a TikTok and then it kind of flashed in. I was like, "Oh my god, that's actually her." Her. What? That's brilliant. <laughs> that's brilliant. So we open it's a, oh the whole vibe of the start of the movie we're in this office mm-hmm. uh Dennis Hopper is in the the elevator repair shaft maintenance area What else has Dennis Hopper, Dennis Hopper been in cuz I know him but I couldn't yes. place him 
anywhere. And in my head, he looked wrong because I was expecting um, Gene Hackman? Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> oh, they could have played brothers. Yeah. So he was like, I think in my brain, my brain had added Anthony Hopkins as that character. And so when it wasn't him, I was a bit like, oh, he looks wrong. He looked wrong to me because my, I think mm-hmm. in my head I I imagined him as being Anthony Hopkins for so long, even though I didn't think that Anthony Hopkins was actually in the movie. It's interesting you how his brain works. I just how I just really pictured him. Yeah, he I've got a special brain, everyone. <laughs> yes, <laughs> his career. He's like peak Hollywood, the 70s golden age of Hollywood new cinema. He was in Easy Rider. He was uh-huh. in um, Apocalypse Now. Okay. He's – oh, my God, he Ooh, was in the Water Texas World. Chainsaw Massacre 2. Waterworld. Okay, that's not great. He was very Super famously Mario in – Brothers the same year as Speed. <laughs> the worst movie of all time possibly. True Romance uh, he was, that same year He too. was – yep, River's Edge, Blue Velvet, famously Rebel in Blue Velvet. Rebel Without a Cause. Rebel Without a Cause. He's been around forever. I don't think I've ever seen any of the movies he's actually in, though. Yeah, fair enough. Anyway, he is in a control room fiddling with some stuff. And a security guard comes and is like, are you supposed to be here? You're not supposed to be here. And he's like, no, 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 I'll show you my work order. And then he stabs the guy in Boom. the ear. It is in- incredibly violent. Yeah. Like, there was really just nasty. He went from zero to a hundred. He, I feel he really could did. have fobbed him off a little bit harder. Yeah, he I definitely feel could have. Like it needed to end up with crash, bang, stab in the ear. You're dead. No, like, he he wanted he wanted that violence. If he had put, we find out in the in the film that he's spent years planning this job. Mm. He's you know a megalomaniac, but he's like a planner. He's an organized criminal. Mm. He could have he could have had a fake work order. He could have um, bluffed his way in. Yeah, no, he, he he was actually really quite fine with doing an extremely violent murder, which is tells us immediately the stakes. And I think that's where it works for the movie. We know at that point after that murder, he will kill all of the people in the elevator. Like he's actually yeah, he quite fine care. with murder. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't care. So from a like care. filmmaking perspective, bravo. Mm. The whole office has this whole like diehard vibe. All of the, you know, like yeah. the big power suits and. Yes. Mm. I felt. Is, is this um, what the offices were like in the in the 90s? I felt accounting, like high firm accounting. I don't want, I, they weren't giving off yeah. a lawyer feel, but I felt like accounting or like some kind of commercial agency kind of. Yeah, thing. investments or advertising, something <laughs> like that. Investments, yeah, okay, mm. yes. Investments is what I say when I don't really un- – it's like something to do with money that I don't understand. Office. They were office, office. Rich, fancy office people get in an elevator. Now, I love that this is very much a set elevator because there's a lot of people in it and mm-hmm. they do a good job of making it feel crowded and tense but also when you like watch those scenes it's the biggest elevator i've ever seen i know there's it's a like, lot of space it's in like there. they it's clearly that we are told it's not a freight elevator but it's the size of a freight elevator mm. i love it maybe it's just and a then, really fancy office that has really luxurious big elevators kate 
It could be. Someone's <laughs> coughing in the elevator, which I've got to say just really hits Gross. differently watching this movie yeah. in 2022. Gross. Keep that to and yourself. Yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> and so something they experience the elevator failing. They don't know at this point that a bomb's gone mm. off. But they do think it's the emergency brakes being in. stuck in an elevator. Remember when our parents got stuck in an elevator? <laughs> and they phoned us all because they were bored? <laughs> yes, I do. It's like my worst How nightmare. long was it? Yeah, I don't even know. I hate it. It's like it's like like I just and maybe this is why I hate elevators. I'd forgotten about the elevator section. Like until it started happening, mm. I was like, "Oh, that's right. There's the elevator scene." I wonder because it is a fear. When every time I get into an elevator, I do a little bit. Yeah. Of, Please don't stop. Please don't stop. Do you know what eased my mind though too with my elevator worries was that. Our elder sister married an elevator technician and it kind of how quickly he would get called out to fix things kind of always gave me comfort. <laughs> yeah, that is that is actually a really good point. Mm. That is a really Jeff, good point. Jeff will come and save us. It's okay. <laughs> well, he won't now because he lives in a different state, but I you know. know. It's his uncle's firm. I'm sure someone related to him would still come out. Yeah, probably and actually. Help yeah. us out. So, they, so they're stuck in the elevator, but we know that there has been a little explosion that has happened. Mm-hmm. Yep. That has cut wires. It wasn't. And yeah. The elevator has an actually fallen. Like it, they were up pretty high and they've fallen. I, I reckon that I'm going to say they were probably at like floor between 35 and 40. And they've fallen mm-hmm. to, to floor 30. So yep. he's rigged it in a way that they get jolted, but they don't crash. Yeah. This is like the warning and the call out to the, the police of, um, I'm, I now want, I think he wants like 3 million. 3 million. Yep. And I will drop them. I will blow the, there's a bomb on the emergency break and I'll blow it if you don't pay me. So he's yeah. thought about it really carefully too, that he's got them up high enough that if he blows that emergency break, yeah, people gonna... aren't going to survive that hitting no. the basement. No. And we know he'll kill them. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. So Jeff Daniels and Keanu Reeves drive up and yeah, they, they are they terrible just, drivers. They don't care. They don't just drive up. The cop car flies through the air to get to the scene. Like unnecessary but thank you cool very cool totally unnecessary we're not in yeah. a car chase yet we could have saved no that, but no no that was that was totally unnecessary risk i also enjoyed how none of the special operations cops in this situation where there's like a terrorist holding people hostage none of them wear any hats or helmets because we need to see no. their faces mm-hmm. so again got heavy magic in They've got like little like communicators, but also, I mean, it's fair. They don't expect that the, they don't think the bomber is in the building. They think that he's mm. got all this ready to go and that I guess he's probably near-ish to let it off. But Well, he's got to um, be somewhere to collect his um, money, his $3 million, yeah. which I wasn't that impressed with now in 2022. I was like, $3 million. You just want $3, three million, million. yeah. Three million would have bought a lot more back then. Uh, three million does not buy you what it it 
doesn't buy you anything. Like this is Los Angeles. This is the LAPD. What kind of real estate could you buy in, in LA now with three million? I don't not, know. Not much. I watched Selling not Sunset. Not much. No. I get the vibe that this guy is kind of a meathead and I'm fine with that. I like mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. They are... They then, like, just pass some time about how they would handle different hostage situations. Which is basically don't know. just Keanu just spitting out some catchphrases. I feel like yes, most totally. of his dialogue was just catchphrases. It is a very catchphrasy movie. I think this is how a lot of action movies were at the time uh-huh. too. It's high concept dialogue that do set up the idea of him shooting a hostage to take them mm-hmm. out of the equation. You shoot the hostage. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I could do that accent properly. He's like (laughs) California boy accent. They don't know that Dennis Hopper is listening in. We don't have Mm -hmm. a name for Dennis Hopper's character at this point, so I will be calling him Dennis Hopper pretty Mm -hmm. much the whole way through. That's all right. He is mystery um, terrorist at this point. I, I just called him Bomber. Bomber. So... Keanu, at some point, then he gets he goes in upside down. He's really worried that this mm-hmm. bomber is going to he blow his, the emergency uh, brake anyway. Mission impossible moment. He goes upside down and he's clipping in a safety line so that there's a an additional mm-hmm. secure way of, of not dropping the elevator. Mm-hmm. Dennis that's Hopper connected is like to like a crane outside, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It's like a crane on the roof, which I think they might use for window washing. Anyway, not okay. important. There's a it, it's it's a it's a way around the bomber blowing the emergency brake. Mm. Dennis Hopper gets the horrifying line, "Don't fuck with daddy." Oh. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. Uh, and so he does then blow the the, the breaks, backup yeah. bomb on the emergency brake but he's the line holds for now and he's really mad about it he's like who is messing with my plan yeah and he blows like three or four minutes early that's right they have an amount of time and he blows it early which is what tips them off that they think he he's knows that building. we yeah. he's mad that they created a backup and that he knows what's going on and they're like oh, he's in the building the security guard, because there's some security and the like, their lieutenant and some cops outside in the like, outside the elevators. One of the security guards, like after it, bl- it blows, he just says, "This is a great line. This is very." He's like, "Usually they fall down now when the the emergency <laughs> brake blows." I was like, what "The fuck is that line? What a <laughs> what a weird thing to say." Usually, how often does this happen, dude? Is yeah. this happening all the time? So We're the, taking the stairs constantly. I know. The emergency brake blowing causes that crane that it's rigged up to just buckles and breaks mm. off. Like it's it's yeah. too heavy. So they start pulling. They kind of get the doors kind of pried open and they're kind of halfway through a, a Halfway floor, between, between floors. So yeah. they start just pulling people out and there's it's jolting and dropping a little bit. There's one woman in the corner that's just being a little bitch and won't come out. Like she's my very God. scared. And people up until this point they had thought they were really confused why the cops were there. They was like, "What? Why is it cops? This isn't this is an emergency, but it's not a yeah. cop emergency." We're just stuck. they're all really starting to freak out. Uh, the emergency brake bomb blew out a tiny bit of the floor, so 
I love how this sequence is constructed. You can always tell where every shot is. You always understand what the stakes are um, and the mechanics of as it's dropping and the crane is struggling to hold them and you're pulling the people out. Mm. Like it's it's beautifully put together. It's a, it's a really, really good sequence. They get that little bitch woman out <laughs> just in time. So Josh, Josh, Josh Whedon wrote like 99% of the dialogue. Oh, that explains a lot. That explains all of that. Yeah. It definitely explains the literally post-coital buddy cop banter. <laughs> so they go to the freight elevators because they figure out that they're pretty mm-hmm. confident. Bomber's on site. Yep. That's the place he could be hiding. Dennis Hopper shotguns the shit out of the freight elevator roof. Mm-hmm. Um because So Jeff Daniels and Keanu get on top of the freight elevator, but they didn't realise that Dennis Hopper was going to shotgun at them. And so Jeff yeah. Daniels falls in to the freight elevator and gets taken um, It's amazing hostage. that they didn't get shot then and there, really. It's extremely lucky. Good thing it's a movie. And then Dennis Hopper decides, oh, okay, well, if we go up to the top floor, I will squish Keanu in between the elevator oh, and the yes. roof. Yes. This is the bit with the like the pop quiz. Pop quiz. Oh yeah. <laughs> um what do you do in this situation? And Dennis Hopper opens his coat and he's like fully dynamited up. He's he's got all of the little mm-hmm. the, the dynamite rolls like it looks like a cartoon character with their their dynamite vest. Mm-hmm. Um and Harry, Jeff Daniels, looks at Keanu cuz and he's like shoot the hostage because we you know, set this up 10 minutes ago that you take the hostage out of the equation and he shoots him in the leg. Jeff Daniels then does say fuck you to Keanu for shooting him in the leg, even though he did say to do it. And Keanu does this great little shrug at him when he's like, fuck you. And he's like, like you told me to Uh-oh. do it. <laughs> and it's adorable. It is adorable. Then we don't really De- find out much like at like what else kind of happens well then Dennis Hopper like runs out and then there's an explosion which we don't see no we and then immediately know anything about we cut to the ceremony where they're getting bravery awards Mm. so a couple a couple of months later probably um, yeah Harry's just got like a walking stick at this point I think yeah he does. They're all getting their medals. Mm-hmm. They end up going back to a bar and getting really drunk. Um, they do declare, though, that the bomber is dead. They're confident yes. about that. Yeah. They, we know yeah. he's not. Which is interesting because, <laughs> like, we know for, you know, movie-wise that he's not dead. But It's Columbo style where we know. That they, he was dead. Like, you obviously didn't find any body parts or anything. Exactly. Bad policing. Bad police work. Mm. It's one of those things that they just skim over really fast so that you don't think about it, I think. Yeah. Because they're like, and the you know, the bomber died in this explosion that these guys, bravery, you know, here's your medals. And then because we cut to Dennis Hopper's watching the ceremony on TV. So we get the information immediately. Mm-hmm. Like a Columbo episode where you know who did it. And what's going on with them. Yeah. Not the whole what's going on with them, but enough of what's going on with them. Mm. And But then, then we don't have to worry about yeah. why they think he's dead. So we're in a cafe. We then cut to the next day and we're in a cafe. 
uh, Jack has an interaction with a bus driver. He obviously sees him every day in the cafe. He's getting ready to go to work. Um, Jack is wearing a, a jacket, I think they're called, which has come back into fashion these yeah. days. And it's so, lovely soft colours. Yeah, so right blue, now yeah. we are in 1993 fashion. So this would have been filmed in 93. So, yeah, 22 is looking like it's the 93 fashions because – I was watching this mm-hmm. and thinking, oh, yeah, what Sandy's wearing, I'd wear that. <laughs> yeah, it all looked really on trend. And that's why I think the costume designer did a great job of telling us about these people. All of the different characters in the bus have their own normal person yeah. looks. But not being like so outrageous that you watch it and go, oh, my God, that's so 90s. Like they're not wearing chokers and full on like what you would wear yeah. to a 90s party kind of thing. They're no, just- not – fake looks they all look like real people but they all do look like they're dressed in the contemporary fashions of the time yeah this is the kind of stuff that i just i do really geek out about in movies so he farewells the bus driver bus driver gets on starts driving off boom bus explodes great shot with the bus exploding in the background as keanu's getting into his jeep-esque car Mm. on his way to police work yeah to police office Keanu is the kind of character who runs toward the explosion. Mm-hmm. So he's running towards well, the he's bus. A cop. Yeah. Yeah, he's a cop. And the bus driver is his friend. There's a lot of great Keanu noises here where there's no dialogue as he's getting closer to this flaming bus and realizing he can't do anything. But there's just mm. a lot of Keanu noises. You know how Arnie makes noises? But you know how Arnie makes a lot of, like, Arnie has his Arn noises and yeah. we enjoyed that a lot in Total Recall. It's a lot of really good Keanu noises at this mm-hmm. point in the movie. Just, oh, you know, you know, Keanu noises. <laughs> so a payphone starts ringing and and that's I feel that's like a really big 90s trope of um, these yeah. kind of action movies that like payphones just start ringing. Something dramatic happens and then the payphone starts ringing and that's how you know that you're the main character. Uh-huh. He has a main character moment. He goes and answers it and he looks really angry because he knows it's the bomber because he knows he's the main character in this Mm -hmm. movie. Mm -hmm. So the bomber is really, really mad because he spent two years setting up for that elevator job. So he's super mad. And then he gives all of the rules of how this is going to play out. There's a bomb on a bus at 50 miles per hour. Mm -hmm. The bomb will be armed and it will go off when... The, bo- the bus drops below 50 miles per hour. Yeah. And so I checked this. That's 80 k 80 kilometres yeah. an hour. So that's pretty fast. That's like yeah, for freeway bus. speeds for a bus. Yeah. So that's it. Like the stakes are it's going to get on the freeway and then it's going to try to get off the freeway and go into normal traffic and explode. Explode. And mm-hmm. that's really fast. Once it gets to 50, it's gonna it's going to have to go really fast. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, stakes are beautifully set up. Other rules include um, no one is to get off the bus and he wants his money by 11 a.m. Um, Jack gets told where the bus is and he starts and the bus number. racing to where that bus is. I think, I think his goal at this point would be to get the message to the bus before they get over 50. Yes, that's, I think, what he's trying to do and I think that's why he tries to just go and f- get – 
the bus now. We, mm-hmm. at this point, also get a really good shot of his Casio G-Shock watch, which is another Ooh, extremely – G-Shock extremely 90s piece of product placement. We get another good shot at at the end and it's like still in perfect condition, which is why I'm really sure that this is product placement. Uh, But again, such a 90s moment. Now we cut to the bus and we finally get to meet our other main character, bus. We also get to meet uh, Sandra Bullock as Annie, Mm -hmm. our bus driver, Sam, Mm -hmm. and several other people. So Sandra Bullock was 30 at this point, but she okay. looks so fresh-faced and young. I know. She's beautiful, she's, isn't she? She is beautiful. This is her breakout role and she is just really charming and lovely. Mm-hmm. Like she's – I, I, think, I fully um, get why that she blew up after this. Yeah, Halle she's Berry so nice. was, was actually asked to play this role oh. and turned it down. So I could picture that though. I yeah. feel like her she would bring who... an, an a really – Good energy and to it. Stephen Baldwin, I want to say, as can you imagine Stephen Baldwin and Halle Berry? I can't imagine their chemistry. I'm so glad it turned out to be Keanu and Sandy. I can't imagine them having the same chemistry, and I can't imagine the movie being very good with Stephen Baldwin. I can imagine it being good with Halle Berry, though. <laughs> the best thing that he ever did was the Flintstones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, Halle Berry. Yes, been another Baldwin. <laughs> It was it was not the main Baldwin. It was one of the lesser Baldwins. But Alan Bru- Ruck as a yokel, Beth Grant of Sparkle Motion fame. Beth Grant, as that's her name. Yes, the lady who's really stressed about the whole situation. We, we learn very quickly that she gets the bus now because she's just really stressed about driving in traffic. Uh, whereas Annie Sandra Bullock is not thrilled about getting the bus, and she hates <laughs> yeah. getting the bus. And we learn she's pretty really quickly. Annoyed. It's, because she lost her license for speeding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so Jack catches up with the bus and he tries to get um, them to stop. Um, it doesn't work. So he steals a car. One of the characters, I can't remember if it's Sandra Bullock or someone else, but they're like, that guy really wants to get on the bus after they <laughs> fail to let him on the bus. <laughs> it's just, there are, there are some good lines. There are some bits that are really funny. This whole sequence is quite stressful, but where he loses his car and then steals, like he carjacks a guy in a Jaguar. And I've got to also yeah. say that an LAPD police officer pointing a gun at a black man also was not cool not, at the time, but it, no. it hits pretty rough in 2022. Mm-hmm. Like that's not great. That aside, the rest of that sequence where the guy then has his Jaguar trashed is very, very funny. Yeah, it's a good it's a good little car chase. They're writing signs to 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 you know that there's a bomb on the bus. Um it's full on. <laughs> yeah. So at this point, I think when the sign they so he writes he gets the guy whose car it actually is to write the sign. And of course, as the sign flies up to the, the bus and, of course, it's facing the right way and it's on the windshield, like, it's just perfect. It is. Of course, Sam, the driver, instantly, like, takes his foot off. The accelerator, as you do. Yeah, He's like, oh, no, do. bomb on He's, the bus. We should probably the, slow down, pull over and get off. The bomb has been activated at this stage. They're on the freeway. Yeah. The bomb has been activated. So that's, you know, a bit of a concern. I really think think you should have gone to the bus depot and called the cops and called like the bus driver yeah. from the depot. But again, it's then that what would be a really short have? <laughs> that would be a short and shitty action movie, so I understand it. The Jaguar has a like a 
like a fancy number plate called Tune Man, and he's really, really good. Um, Keanu creates a situation where the uh, passenger door, no, the driver's side door gets ripped off the mm. Jaguar. Yeah. Uh, poor Tune Man. And then he is like, I'm going to take your phone. And he's like, take the phone. Because yeah, his, his day his and car have been ruined <laughs> Are you insured? Completely. I love that question. Are you like, insured? Are you insured? Um, I, I kind of think the LAPD should be Yes. Their Fundi- insurance I don't think should that, cover. I don't think that should – his insurance should have to be worrying about that, quite frankly. <laughs> I think maybe Speed 2 Cruise Control really should have covered the insurance company um, trying to get the money out of the LOPD for this car. I would have watched <laughs> that movie. Or at least I'd watch a short about it. Keanu gets on – steals the phone and gets on the car. So at least we solve the problem of – Cell phones existed, but not everyone had them. So he gets yes. on out of the car onto the bus, on the bus with the stolen cell phone. Which is a stunt that he did himself. He wow. was talked into doing it himself. And they were like, it's just like stepping on an elevator. But it then the scene that they used is one that they just used the stunt man for. So I'd be shitty if I was him. You made me shitty. do this stunt and then he didn't use my car. Yeah. And we do see the Jaguar crash, but we do get confirmation that Tune Man is okay. He survived yes. the crash. His yeah. Jag did just, not. It just hits like they seem to, in quite a few 90s movies around LA, they seem to have those water pylon like yeah. barrels of water at into like at off ramps and things. Mm. So I don't know if that's a, a real thing that still is going around yeah, in no, LA. Yeah, there you go. But, Alan Ruck pulls out his camera and takes a photo of Keanu jumping on the bus. Mm-hmm. Well, it's he's a great just tourist arrived. Moment. So he's just arrived from, I don't know, let's say Oklahoma. The and, middle of the America. Um, he's just come from the airport and he's ready to explore. Yeah. He's already pissed off a count, countless people on the bus. <laughs> yes, he's very annoying because he doesn't understand that in a big city you don't talk you don't to people to on public transport. No, you don't talk don't to don't strangers talk. on public transport. Very few situations where that's appropriate. So mm. Keanu gets on and explains the plot and he that he's a cop. And so There's then one guy on the bus, guys. Also, this is the point where I noticed that his his lower teeth were quite crooked, and I think they still are. I don't think Keanu has gone full Hollywood teeth. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, need to watch and this is, and, the new Bill and Ted. To, yeah, this is to just set. before that sort of real peak crossover into when everyone started getting veneers too. Mm-hmm. A guy on the bus then thinks, "Shit, the cop is actually here for me mm. because I." I don't know, have an outstanding warrant, whatever, and pulls a gun on Keanu. And so then Keanu is trying to be like, nope, well, I'm going to put my gun away. We're just two cool guys. But then Ortiz, <laughs> the cool construction guy. worker, <laughs> be a cool guy. And the, But unfortunately, Ortiz, the construction worker, decides to do a hero move and grabs mm. the guy with the gun. And then the gun goes off and Sam, the bus driver, gets shot in the shoulder. I oh, know, poor Sam. Who's going to control Drama. the bus? So anyway, that's so the point when they all find because, out about the 50 miles yeah. per hour rule. Yeah, and, that, you know, if we slow down, it's going to explode. So Annie takes the wheel, of course, our mm-hmm. champion Annie. Um, and and does immediately tells, admit to the cop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I should tell you that I, I don't have my licence because it was speeding and he oh, loves it. He does. He thinks that's just hilarious. 
So Dennis Hopper is watching at least three different news stations reporting live on this situation. Mm -hmm. Now, I just want to divert for a second. So this movie came out on the 30th of June, 1994 in the US. It may have been a little later in Australia. You know what happened on the 17th of June, just a couple weeks before that? What? The O.J. Simpson slow-mo <gasps> chase on the oh, L.A. freeways. Oh, the Bronco. Yeah. Wow. So this all happened and the whole, you know, subplot of reporters reporting on the chase as it's happening live, which oh, is affecting how the, the then the chase plays out. speed would have been rubbing their hands yep. together. So that's all like been incepted at least a year before that but then literally right before it comes out the whole reporting on the thing is front of mind and then you have a movie about a an exciting chase on the la freeways what timing the producers yet must have been losing their shit at how perfect that was so happy yeah so harry our jeff i really like jeff daniels Mm. he's Hung over at work. He's stuck on desk work because he's still injured. Yep. <laughs> so Keanu calls and gets through to Harry and he's like, more important plot uh, information. The bomber's still alive. There's a bomb on the bus. I'm on the bus. I'm about to climb into mm. the the panel and look under the bus to try and mm. work out where the bomb is. And yeah. our yokel Alan Ruck gets to relay the messages yeah. via the phone. And this is, is the scene that I kind of feel moment. that maybe I did see it in the cinema because I remember this scene and the dialogue and I have a memory of being in a cinema for it. So I wonder Ooh, maybe, maybe I was. But it's like the only part that I can kind of think that maybe I was in the cinema. I'm not yeah. sure though. Maybe. At the same time, though, as this happening, um, the like the chief comes in and and says the bomber's still alive because they've gotten the ransom stuff has come in yep. at the same time. So this is all happening together. At the same time, yeah. It is set over a really short amount of time. This whole section of the movie is yeah. about oh. an hour and a half and it's about four hours of real elapsed time, maybe mm, three or four hours. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a short amount of time. Yeah. So Keanu sees that there's enough C4 to blow a hole in the world under this bus yeah. is how he phrases it. And he says, because he's, he's relaying this information to Connor Roy, Cameron. Yeah. I don't know what his name is in this movie. I can't remember what his name is in um, this movie. And he goes, fuck me when he sees it. And then the co- oh, darn. Goes, oh, darn. Oh, darn. That was like a huge catchphrase stuff in the 90s, wasn't it? That. Yeah. Old aren't, like, we all loved yeah. that. We all thought that was genius writing. <laughs> I still thought it was genius this time. It delighted me. I loved it. The real old darn is about to happen when we're about to hit a traffic jam. Oh, yes. It is no. Morning traffic in LA. Yeah. It's very, very we're scary. On the freeway. So the bus has to get off the freeway. It hits about a million cars and poles while doing so. Yeah, it's really getting trashed. Yeah, it really, really is. We, they, they need to clear the way. So this is where we're on the, like, people are on the phone going, okay, there's a soft turn up ahead and then we can get you to the, we can get your police escort and then we can get you to an empty freeway. So while this is happening, of course, there is the big trope of 
The bus hits a baby carriage. The carriage it's a very flies stressful in the moment. air. <laughs> it's very stressful. It's very stressful. Just for us to find out, as Keanu says, cans. It's just cans. <laughs> <laughs> and poor Sandra Bullock is like very stressed. She thinks she's killed a baby. She feels terrible. She's in this extremely pressured si- situation, but it's just cans. <laughs> cans. Mm. I sounded more like Lena from Singing in the Rain there than Keanu. Just cans. Cans. In a separate bit of police working, so we've seen that the timer is it's a gold watch. Mm, yes. And so that's like a clue. So Harry is trying to work out why that's being used as the timer yeah. because that's not very sensible. And this guy hasn't got an MO. They're really kind of confused because, like, they're saying that bombers like their certain type of bomb. They like yeah. building their bomb, blowing up their bomb, their bomb. He's they used find all sorts of different things. He's had dynamite. He's doing this for a timer. He's using this stuff for this bomb and not for the next yeah. bomb. He's all over the shop. There's a couple of moments here where the bus is like literally like on two wheels, like mm. skidding. It's very exciting. Yeah, it's going to tip over. Everyone has to get to the one side of the bus. Like, it's, Oh, yeah. And he's like action packed. The whole thing is action packed. All of these little action moments to really keep the tension up. It never really lets mm, up. It does, no, it doesn't. No. And it's just one after the other. That's why it goes yeah. so fast. You don't have time yeah. to, to settle really. Yeah. Yeah, it just keeps the tension up. We, you know, we have an action moment. We'll cut back to maybe Harry doing some policing and then mm-hmm. it's right back up again. So yep. we we get police escorted onto a closed freeway. So it's a freeway that's almost finished construction. Mm-hmm. This is great because there's no other traffic. Which is true. They filmed this on a freeway that had almost finished construction. And then just as they finished filming – the crew members were the actual ones that like painted all the lines and put the signs up and then it opened, which must have been the deal Aww. of, yeah, yeah, we'll delay our opening, but you guys have to. You have to deliver the freeway <laughs> to us ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fair enough. So the cops want to start getting the passengers off the bus. We're on a mm-hmm. vaguely controlled environment and they think we can – get a, a truck or a, like a flatbed up next to it and and get the passengers off in case this bus is yeah. going to blow. So Jack's like, no, there's no That's way. not the deal. But he, he does get on the it. phone. There's yeah, too many. He gets on he the knows phone. there's too many cameras around too. He'll be able to see what's going on. Yeah. He does get on the phone with Dennis Hopper and cuts a deal to get Sam, the bus driver, off the bus because mm-hmm. he's, you know. Injured. Coping, but, I mean, he's got a – gunshot wound in his shoulder and he needs medical attention immediately so Ortiz and Keanu get Sam off the bus Ortiz or Gigantor as he's called do you notice that where he goes I did notice that my name's Ortiz I'm like oh my god I mean you can't just call someone Gigantor that's like just because he's tall that's rude hey you would have even been better (laughs) Slower level rude. So anyway, just Ortiz gets a name. So Not everyone on the bus gets a name, so that's something. No. So poor Beth Grant, the character of Helen, mm. she's very anxious and she's not coping. And so after they get Sam off the bus to the cops, she decides that she's going to go and make the jump and get off the bus too. Mm. But Dennis Hopper can see what's going on and he blows 
a small bomb. Like he doesn't yeah, he blow the whole bus up. Little bombs near the doors or something. I don't know. And so he blows the floor out next to the door, and she falls through and goes over under the bus. Yeah, mm. nasty. In that same phone call. Um, a few minutes ago that they were like negotiating getting Sam off the bus. Mm -hmm. The bomber did refer to Annie who's driving as a wildcat, which is just important foreshadowing that we needed to call out. (laughs) Yes. And good point. It is a term that gets used about women sometimes, but it's an unusual term to use generally and at Mm. this point it's a bit weird i know and this was before the time of high school musical so we weren't all about the wildcats yet it wasn't a high school musical reference which is good to note so everyone on the bus is like freaking out at this point because a person just died in front of them Mm -hmm. yeah all keanu has is like hey to calm them down it doesn't really work and then it's revealed that the freeway isn't quite finished and there's a section of freeway. There's a gap that in the road. Exist yet. There's a gap in the road. And everyone's really freaking out. Mm-hmm. And then they decide, well, I mean, I guess we could try to jump it. Well, they don't have a choice. So you can't, you they can't really don't do have a, a choice. You don't have a. Um, they can't do a U. You can't do a U turn. There's, no there's nowhere to get off before the gap. Mm. They can't do a Yui. They can't slow down. So they're just going to floor it and yeah, jump. Yeah, they got and up to like 70 miles, which is like 112 kilometres, which to me is not fast enough. I'd be wanting to go it's fast at enough. least 150 to make some kind of jump. But we can see the odometer that this car, this bus can't really go much faster. Like no, this that's is almost it. the top. That's maxed. So they're going as fast as they can because it's not – I mean, this is the 90s and it doesn't seem like a super new bus. No, it would probably be from the late 70s, this bus, by yeah. the looks of it. So there, all of the support cop cars peel off because they're not going to do the jump and the bus is out there on its own and Keanu uncuffs the guy who shot the bus driver to give him a chance to, I guess – Bunker Cling on down. for dear life, yeah. Cling on for dear life and not be Put handcuffed the bags in case they die. Under your seats, like he's worrying about everyone's handbags. I know he would have. Jack would have made a great uh, air steward. He's <laughs> really great at it. So we get a lot of really beautiful shots of the bus sailing through the air as they obviously make the jump, and then they head into the airport. Mm-hmm. So the idea with the airport is it's actually really clever. So they can do laps of the, yeah, um, the tarmac, the tarmac, but it's a no-fly zone and the police choppers can't follow them in and keep feeding Dennis Hopper video of the, yeah. the of the bus situation. Yeah. So it's like, ah, oh, clever. Very, very clever. You're right, though, that all of the dialogue in this movie is either exposition or catchphrases. Mm-hmm. So... Mm. Jack gets off the bus at this point. That's um, right. Yeah, he negotiates it since he wasn't on it when it started that technically he is allowed to get off, right? Yeah, he, and Dennis Hopper lets him do it. He gets off. But I don't think he, ta- like, warns anyone that he's getting off the bus and it does freak out everybody on the bus. Like He's basically, uh, the cops he's pull up. bailed. He's bailed yeah. on us. The cops pull up and he's like, I'll be back and gets off the bus. And everyone's, like, a bit shitty. He then, like, gets, I guess, like, what you see mechanics use 
in the mm. olden days where before they kind of like would crank cars up to work under the car, like the little slidey. Yeah, the little slidey thing, thing where you slide under the car. Under. So he's on one of those and then his boss tells him, and this is one of the best lines, don't get dead. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, tough Don't get talk. dead, Jack. Don't get don't dead, get Jack. Dead. Because that's fully under his control. As he's going, because they're like, oh, my God, what's he doing? What's he doing? And he's freaking out because she's got to hold steady this bus. Um, Because, again, they don't know what's happening. She just has to work it out from the context. There's some meaningful eye contact before he goes under the bus. That is the point that they fall in love. I am convinced. that I I saw that icon and I went, contact, and I went, oh, in love. They're in love now. In love now. Fully in love. Yep. He goes under and is on the phone, like, to Harry. And they're kind of, like, discussing about how to cut cut wires and stuff and all of that. Some wires start to unravel. Like, and he – the slidey skateboardy thing that he's on just starts swinging around because people on the truck – in front of them can't control their wires for some reason. It's just another drama we need in. So what does he do? He stabs the petrol tank with his knife to kind of like be able to hold on. Like it's it's intense. Anywhere but the petrol tank. Anywhere but the petrol tank, Keanu. My goodness. What were you thinking? He's flailing around under the bus as well. They're all freaking out because Annie's they think now they've driven run him over, over the, the skateboard. I keep call- I'm just going to call it a skateboard. Yeah. Just, just, just run over the skateboard thing and, like, he's screaming at people going, "Is it? has it come out the back? Where is he? And they're all looking down the side. I'm like, there's the open flap, guys. You can look down the open flap that he was looking down before. Like, yeah. come on. There's a hole in the middle of the bus. Finally, someone thinks to do that and they get Jack back on the bus his legs are all like he's he's not in a in great shape at this point he's he's probably got some um gravel rash and then someone says to him did you have any luck with the bomb and he responds with yeah it didn't go off (laughs) (laughs) and i wrote tough guy script writer is a genius So meanwhile, um, Harry and his fellow cops work out. It occurs Harry twigs that it's probably a former cop, uh-huh. and then they start the to do some research. It's like the retirement, um, the retirement gift, watch. the retirement gold watch. Yeah. Yep. I don't even do that and anymore. He's missing a finger, so they just kind of go through like records of. Who's who's missing a finger that was a police officer that's yeah who might be retired or discharged and then they go outside of LA and find him and so now they know who it is mm-hmm. so Harry's pretty pretty pumped so then the cops hoon up to Dennis Hopper's house and Harry is there like on point even though he's limping and he shouldn't be there he's on desk duty and he's injured and of course of course. This is a mad bomber's house. I also think it's a nice enough house that I don't understand why he felt like he had to do terrorism to extort money out of the police, but whatever. Not explained. So it's a mad bomber's house. It's booby-trapped. Of course Mm -hmm. it's booby-trapped, you idiots. Mm -hmm. Very sad. We get a beautiful shot of Jeff Daniels, like, setting off the little uh, sensor 
and realizing what's happened and what what's going to happen mm. right before the whole house explodes and cops fly out of windows and it's um very sad because mm-hmm. I'd forgotten that part. <laughs> yeah, me too. I could. Yeah, I didn't. I that part was a shock to me as well. Yeah. The bomber then calls Jack to tell him how to drop the money off. Now, is it more – I feel like it's more money than $3 million now. Or is it I think still it just is, $3 yeah. million? It was a lot. I can't remember. Anyway, he wants it, like, dropped off at – in the middle of LA, like, at, yeah. in, a, in, a, in a bin, like in a garbage bin. He's got a really specific plan. He's like, you're going to do it. I'm, a, I'm not – I'm – only going to come by and get the money when all of your guys are gone because, of course, the cops mm. will, you know, stick it out. Duh, that's how it works. Yeah. Keanu, he finds out that Harry has has been blown up and so he loses mm. what remaining shit he has. Yeah. I've got the subtitles on at this point and there's a bit where he's just kind of making like a, an angry noise and the subtitle is just seething. <laughs> well, yeah, fair Great enough. subtitling. Annie has to give him a pep talk and then they hold hands for a little bit. Yeah, because they're Which in love because nice. they made they're really in love good now. eye contact before. Yeah, it'll happen. And then Keanu notices her um, her hoodie that she's got over the back mm-hmm. of the the bus seat and realizes what she's has from been Arizona. Happening. She went to was she it went Arizona to State. Uni- yeah, and the the it's go Wildcats. It's their, that's their sports mascot. <laughs> yeah, and he puts this together, so he's a bit of a university buff nerd. on that kind of thing. He's I like guess. A, a uni sports nerd boy. Uh, it's been suggested several times already in this movie that his character is a bit stupid. Mm. Uh, so I feel like this is, this is Jack's revenge. He gets yeah. to prove that he, well, he knows something. He knows sports teams of different universities. So yeah, he realizes that Dennis Hopper isn't just wasn't just getting information about what was happening from the TV news, although we know he definitely was, mm-hmm. but he has a way of seeing them in the bus. And it wasn't random that he called Annie a wildcat. That was his own little personal taunting joke. Yes. So then they come up with an absolutely genius idea. I still think this is at the time I when I saw the movie far-fetched. the first time. It's extremely far-fetched, but I thought it was magnificent. I do think it's probably technically possible at the time. It wouldn't work now. Okay. Maybe that's why I was like, I don't that would work. So the lieutenant goes over to where some news, like a a news team are recording through the chain link fence at the airport, trying to get some footage of what's going on with the bus. The lieutenant's basically like, I'm taking over this situation now. You come and do this. Like, can you broadcast blah, blah, blah. So we've got a little broadcast van there. So what they do is they jack into the TV signal that, is being broadcast out of the video camera that has been planted in the bus yeah. by Dennis Hopper when he added the bomb. Yeah. And they they record a loop of everyone sitting still and just mm. driving around. And then they just play that on a loop on the same channel. So they basically yeah. they take over the channel that's broadcasting out of the, the bus uh, fr- from the broadcast van yeah, and play that video in a loop. So it's like it's technically okay, possible so it does, at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can get yeah. that. But I just kind. I guess I was thinking in today's um, in today's that it would be, be a lot harder to do because people it would, would have be a set lot harder to do kind of link to it. That well, you exactly have access to and things. Yeah. 
And also it just would have been more obvious that, of course, he would have planted a, a video camera on the bus because oh, well, it's even extremely that, easy. Even that, taken over the surveillance. Like there would be surveillance cameras on everything. Yeah, he'd pro- probably be pulling a feed. It's, so it's very much of its time where the technology is exactly at the right point where you could do this in a way that then it could be exploited and hijacked. Yeah. So now, because of course the fuel is running low because we've been driving around really fast for a while, but also Keanu stabbed the bloody fuel tank and so it's like leaking everywhere. Mm. So yeah, there is a real time pressure to get people off the bus. So now that we've got a way of preventing Dennis Hopper from seeing that the passengers are getting off the bus, we get all the passengers off the bus. They almost drop Alan Ruck, but he's okay. Yep. Also, some of the bus's tyres have blown out at this point and it's like... Yeah. The bus is very raggedy. Aww. It's a real it's a it's dinged up to hell. It's a real mess. So then Jack and Annie are unable to get off the bus in the normal way because it's much more exciting and romantic if they kind of body surf out of the hole in the bus. That's how that's yeah. how I've described it in my notes. Unlike unlike the um the door of the flap. Of that. Yeah, so it's got that little like. And it really proved the point because they both kind of snuggle on that. It really proved the point that in Titanic, Jack and Rose could have fit on that door together. (laughs) If uh, Jack and Annie could fit on this sliding thing and slide out from a bus, Jack could have fit on the door with Rose in the Titanic. And not get run over. And they survive and they get out of the bus and then the bus crashes into a freight plane so that we're okay, we're allowed to enjoy the big explosion without being too worried about people dying. I do not know what was happening at the airport that they were allowed to just like, they didn't know what was going on and just let the freight plane go there. Like that's uh, (sighs) completely unreasonable of me to call that out as unbelievable. But anyway, and Annie has a little bit of a cry because she's just had an extremely big traumatic event. Well, yeah, and like we don't. And I think that's phones, very realistic. So we haven't been able to call any like today. You'd be calling your family and stuff. Mm. Yeah, saying goodbye or like there's none of that. No, she's there. just gone through a um quite a lot of a horrible events, mm. and she's feeling pretty freaked out to be alive. So Dennis Hopper still doesn't know. He doesn't no. know that the bus exploded. He doesn't know that the passengers are all out. Safely, except for Beth Grant, R.O.P. Beth Grant mm-hmm. character. Not really. She's she's still alive. So Dennis doesn't know. So they then realise they can exploit this. So Keanu and Sandra Bullock get put in an ambulance to be looked at because they are both a bit also dinged up. Like um, Annie Cuts cut her head. Abrasions. Yeah. yeah, she's like bumped her head when they went over the big jump. They jumped yeah. the freeway and, and they, they, you also know, they're shock injured. And stuff. <laughs> oh, and shock. So they get in the ambulance because the police lieutenant is like, no, Keanu, you can't come and do the next part of the operation, even though you've been the best cop of all time. <laughs> you have to get in the ambulance. Keanu somehow, though, talks the ambulance driver to taking to them to where the money, the of money drop-off <laughs> is going to be. And it's just like, okay, like, pull over here and just wait for me like a cab when you, you've got a cab and you just need to pick something up. It's like <laughs> not how ambulances work. Uh, but Keanu just like goes out and decides he's going to get involved with the policing. Dennis Hopper ha- works out that the video is on a loop and that he's yeah. being tricked. Oh, and he's really damn mad. you, Jack. 
And so he pops on his fake police outfit, his fake LAPD well, is costume. It, is it fake? Oh, it might be fake because he wasn't part of the LAPD. No, he's I from just Atlanta. Thought it was. I don't know what their outfit is. Yeah, I just thought that he was um, – it was his old uniform. In his police uniform. Yeah. I thought that too originally, but I don't I don't know. But anyway, he's he's prepared for this kind of situation. And he pops up and kidnaps Annie when she gets out of the ambulance. Stay in your fucking ambulance, guys. Jesus. I was really annoyed at both of those characters at this point. I know it's necessary for the movie to end, but also the best and most exciting part of the movie is on the bus. And... When you're on the bus, the whole movie really just trips along really fast. This part, when we're finishing it up, does start to feel like it's dragging a little bit because we're no longer yeah. on the bus. There's still tension, but there isn't like literally, you know, the bomb about to go off, keeping the, yeah. the plot going. Yeah. So they work out. They Keanu goes over and sees that the trash can where they had to do the, the money drop there's a hole in the ground into an emergency mm. tunnel to where the – there's so much public transport in this movie. So mm. it's an emergency tunnel to the subway. Uh, yeah. So much public transport. I love it. Um, and that that's why he had picked that specific pot, spot as a drop-off, that he would be able to get the money without having to actually come above ground and risk being mm. caught. Yeah. And so then Keanu runs down to find where the money is and discovers that Annie's been kidnapped and now she's covered in TNT. Yeah. Which is really upsetting because he loves her now. Mm-hmm. And so he can't just shoot the hostage. No, that's right. So no, then they run into explode. the subway. <laughs> she'll explode and it will be and he will also explode and it will be bad. <laughs> so Dennis Hopper grabs Sandra Bullock and, and they get on the subway train and everyone else gets off the subway train, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, and Keanu runs along, but he he does manage to get on the subway train. Dennis Hopper also then shoots the the train driver. I know that was many times overkill, was massive overkill, really unnecessary. And explains that he's planning to use the explosion to fake his death again. Oh. Um, and then he opens the the bag of money and a dye pack explodes on his face and he screams, my money, which what, is for what, me the funniest think, part of the movie. Did he really think that wasn't going to happen? Of course like, that was going to happen, Dennis Hopper, idiot. I know, you're ridiculous. Surely you knew that that would happen. This is why he needed two years to plan the previous job. He's not that smart. Maybe. So he asked for unmarked bills and he just thought they were going to do it. I don't think so. So, unfortunately, Keanu is on top of the train at this point and he drops his gun while he's train surfing. Mm. And then Dennis Hopper jumps up onto the top of the train and they have a fight on the top of the train. Yep. And we've... Pr- well, because Den- it's, it's quite tense because Dennis Hopper's got this trigger as well in his hand mm. of um, that if he lets go, Annie will explode. That's the how the device yeah, is that's working. that's the mechanism. I think there's a joke here where Dennis Hopper's basically like, I'm smarter, you know, I'm going to win this because I'm smarter than you. And, <laughs> but Keanu can see what's coming up. And what's coming up is like a big lantern in the tr- in the train line mm. hanging down close to the top of the train. Yes. And so he he lets Dennis get hit in the head with that and Dennis's head pops off. Yeah, because Keanu goes, oh, I'm taller. <laughs> it's 
terrible. <laughs> then he goes into the train and Sandra Bullock's like, is he dead? And he's like, he lost his head. Lost his head. <laughs> Just awful. And of course, for some reason, the train track isn't finished. Of course. But he's de- he They're managed still to deactivate it. He has managed to deactivate the bomb on Annie. Yeah. And Poor Annie. Taken, He's having to like hold the trigger taken herself. Taking the vest off. So all good there. Yes. But the train track and The emergency finished. brake isn't working either because the and they've still got cockpit, I guess it's called, has been shot up. Is that what it's yeah. called on a train? I don't know. <laughs> sure. The cockpit. The train cockpit Driving been... station. <laughs> the cab, I would say. The cab, yep. Yeah, the cab. So the cab is all shut up, shut up. So they can't emergency brake. They can't normal brake. Annie is handcuffed to a pole and they do still have all that TNT with them. And she's like, Keanu, get out of the train. And he yeah. won't because he loves her and he doesn't want her to die alone. Mm. And he has the great idea though. of I'm going to speed it up and make it I'm jump speed the up tracks. The because it worked with the bus. It did. And he did get to they say the word speed embrace again. They do. As the train goes out of control, it busts up into like Holly onto Hollywood Boulevard. And they're Where in they're the like train. building the train station. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it punches and, like, out onto the there. street. People are there taking photos, looking happy. So they make it. People are looking happy. And then you realise they're happy because they're seeing two hotties have a pash. Yeah. (laughs) That is so gross that some people have been in a train accident. There's been like a terrorist attack in LA and everyone's just like gawking at these people's having a kiss. (laughs) The end. What a great movie. I almost did watch Speed 2. Cruise Control. It was last Sunday. I watched it, and I was I watched it in bed, and like it came up that the next one was on, and I was like, "Do I?" And I was like, "No, get up mm. and make your children dinner. They deserve it." <laughs> yeah. I didn't watch. Sick. I hadn't watched Speed Two Cruise Control either. It's on a boat. I just I don't care. Yeah. What a great pun, Cruise Control, because they're on a boat. It's pr- okay. It's pretty funny though. I loved. I, the, I loved seeing this again. That one too. Yeah, it was really, really quite fun, wasn't it? So much fun. fun journey. In recent times, uh, when people have been, like journalists have been covering Keanu, they have talked to many of his, all of Keanu's co-stars say really nice things about him. Yeah. And Sandra Bullock only like has. a nice guy. Yeah, I think he's, he's good to the people around him. And Sandra Bullock has said like many kind things about him, but they've also both admitted that they had crushes on each other when they were doing this movie, but they were both being too professional to act on them. Oh, I know. That would have been a good couple. That would have been a good celebrity couple. Yeah. But they're still friends now, which is lovely. That would have been a good couple. She made some Mm. dodgy choices with men. So it would have been nice for her to be with Keanu. And she did. Dated Ryan Gosling at one point. Oh, okay. Reynolds. I, mean, I don't feel like Reynolds or no, Gosling? No, Gosling. Both, Gosling. I think. Oh, Separately, both. yeah. Okay. <laughs> the Ryans. I, okay. I will have to double check if it was both, but I'm not wrong. It was definitely Gosling at a point. Oh. Not for a long time. 
Anyway, that's the Sandra Bullock files. <laughs> so, poor Keanu had to deal with River Phoenix's death in the middle <gasps> of shooting this. Was that so, in the middle of filming this? Yeah, it was his filming speed when um, River Phoenix passed away. Oh, that so, is so sad. Which ha- was also at the time that What's Eating Gilbert Grape was getting filmed, wasn't it? Because we had that story that, like, Leo was at the Viper room with Johnny when that happened. That happened. Yeah. Wow. LA in the 90s. What a a time. My money. Okay, Kate. What will we be watching next time? Well, I really enjoyed this movie that is about driving somewhere and having terrifying adventures while you're driving somewhere. And it made me think of another movie (laughs) that I love that is about driving somewhere and tension and action. Driving Miss Daisy. Got it. (laughs) Yes. No, I have picked Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, I've never seen any Mad Maxes. Oh, Amy, I think you're going to love this. It's very exciting. Which one is this? This is the one that came out a few years, maybe six or seven years ago, and it has Charlize Theron. Charlize, yep. Yeah, it's amazing. Tom Hardy. Tom, yep. Zoe Kravitz. Oh, wow. Riley Keough. Nicholas Holt. It's all-star cast. All-star cast. It's amazing. And it's kind of – look, there's a through line here. It kind of makes sense to watch these two back-to-back. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So that's going to be heaps of fun. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you enjoyed Speed. Yes. See you next week, next fortnight. Bye. Bye. You can find us at youwatchedwhat.net, on Instagram as youwatchedwhat, on TikTok as youwatchedwhat, or anywhere you can get podcasts, including Spotify. Spotify.